one of the things we've been talking about as a company is really figuring out how to real inventory problem, which is to get people that own second, third, fourth homes and our major markets, we have a lot of second home investment properties too, and people buying third and fourth condos and all. So that is the solution to our problem is to talk to people that live in West Virginia that own a condo on Madeira Beach or have an investment property in Orlando um, to say, hey, you know, maybe this is time to sell. The market could be at the height. It's certainly worth more than it's ever been worth before, but you know, it's it's worth it to us to go reach out to talk to them. So I wanted to start a discussion and have you guys raise your hands and contribute in as far as I'll give you some of the ideas that we're talking about getting absentees and want to love to hear your contributions because you're in different markets and doing different things too. But the whole topic of this group is to how do we find the non-homesteaded properties and work in the VRBO pages and, and finding property through the property tax records, who's not a homesteaded primary residence property and really reaching out. And then let's talk about some of the tools that we have to find their contact information and start stalking them the right way. So that's kind of the overview of what I wanted to chat. So I'd love for you guys to um, raise a hand, give you some mics. Let's make this an interactive um, group today and give us some feedback in there. So raise your hand if you'd like to play and contribute. If you want to be a passive listener, that's cool too. Whatever you guys are, are thinking about is fine. So what do you want to add to that? foundation there no i mean i think it's just such a logical place to go i think the the trick with absentee owners is bringing them value right we never want to assume anything we never want to assume that they're you know struggling financially because they can't get the rental income we don't want to assume that they've thought about selling we don't we don't want to assume anything but we do want to be a value add to them and I think just it's such an opportunity to reach out and just offer some free help. Say, hey, you know, you, let me go check out the house for you. I know traveling right now may be difficult. Have you been by? Do you want me to go by? Would you like me to FaceTime? Would you like, you know, just bringing value to them will pay dividends in a big way. Um, but that's that's my favorite part about the absentee owners. I just think it's such an easy way to add value to their life. So are you guys a little, even if you don't want to talk, just kind of flash your, flash your mic on and off. Are you working absentee owners right now? And, or let me do it the opposite way. If you're not working absentee owners right now, flash your mic so I kind of just kind of give me a, an idea. Okay, we'll just get, Danielle, I'm going to bring you up to the stage. Give you I the wasn't mic. really wanna, saying anything. Oh, you were just hitting yeah, this one at a time. I, well, I, just want to, I haven't worked absentee owners yet, but, but the more you're talking about it, the more it's really intriguing me. And I know I need to get into Remind and start checking that out. You you do. And I'll put you back if you want to, if you want to go high <laughs> back into listening. No, no, it's fine. It's, it's fine. So, I'll just mute out. Well, let's, let's talk about this for a second. So Dan, Danielle, um, fortunately actually worked with Danielle. She works with one of our um, beach offices out here. And if she's not working absentee owners, you're probably not either listening because I say it multiple times a day. And that if, if anybody said to me right now, you had to go get a listing by Friday. And I was joking about this in our, our meeting yesterday. If I had to go get a, a listing by Friday or my um, arms are going to fall off. And I, I would go 100% 
or there's two things I would do. First, I would go call all of my friends and say, who do you know that's moving? That'd be the first thing I'd do. But once I exhausted that list, I would go straight to the non-homesteaded properties and call those people. And I would physically call them. I would send them video texts and I would say, hey, Mr. Johnson, I see you live in Chicago and you own a property here in Orlando. And I'm just reaching out to all my neighbors that don't, don't live here right now. I know it's tough with COVID and pandemic. I'm just making sure everyone's okay. And really just reaching out to see what are your plans for this property? Is there even a remote hypothetical idea, thought process at all that you might maybe consider possibly maybe selling this piece of property? I mean, look, look how, how many ways I let them off the hook. I don't want to be a pressure commission breath salesperson. So I just want to know, is it even a remote possibility that you would even consider possibly selling this piece of property? And the answer is, is fine either way, right? Because they either say, you know what? Hell no. I love this thing. It's a cash flowing machine for me. We're loving it. Then I'll say, great. I'll tell you what, why don't I put you on my list? If I find a great opportunity for another building or another property in the area, you want me to call you with some off-market deals? Because I'm reaching out to all the absentee owners right now. And he might say, hell yeah, put me on your buyer list. So what did I just pick up? A rich dude in my sphere. Nothing wrong with that. And then so if I, I would actually call every single person that did not live locally, did not have this as a primary residence, and I would call them and start a conversation. And if you're honest and you look around the neighborhood of the farm that you're working or the farm that you want to go work, there's not that many of them. There's enough that you can actually knock this out in a week. And those are the people that are most likely to sell their property now. And that inventory is gold because that's what's going to actually um, come on the market and sell pretty quickly. So, so that's what I want. And so, Daniel, I need you to do this because it's going to help. And I'm saying this, guys, I can't be any stronger about this one. We all have a major serious problem in this industry, because if we don't add more properties, I don't know, I know your market's the same as our markets, every one of you, you are selling way more than the listings that are coming on the market. You've got more buyer sides than you do listing sides. And when you look at your MLS stats, you've got more buyer sales than you do listings coming active. And if you don't have new home communities in your marketplace, you're in trouble. And you probably have a month supply of homes or less than a month supply of homes. Every listing's getting multiple offers. What are you going to do in March when there's nothing for sale, right? And you have 10 buyers for every listing, it's not gonna be pretty. So we owe it to the industry to get off our asses, to go find people that have second, third, fourth homes that are not necessary and talk to them into cashing out and say, let's talk about it. If you even have a thought, this is the time to sell the damn thing. What else would you do with the money? Buy something else, diversify, sit on some cash, go do something. What would you do? At least start the conversation. All right, so Danielle, you as a case study, what has to happen to get you to make the decision to say, damn it, I'm finally going to do this? Because you're going to speak for the others at this whole thing. Like, what, what has to, what do we need to do? Like, sorry, I was driving and I hit the wrong button. I always hit no, myself. Good. I think that's, I'm supposed to unmute and then I just get my profile. I'm like, wait, I know who I'm at. Anyway, yeah. um, you know what? I, I, it's me. I got to get me to do it. I mean, really bottom line, but I do have floor time sitting there thinking I have floor time tomorrow. I have four hours I could be on Remind, you know, pulling up the information and then take it to, you know, if it's not readily available, take it to the, you know, property appraiser site. Um, and, 
And we have forewarned, right? Through we're we're all part of Realogy, we're Century Twenty One companies, and Realogy has a platform called um, Spark with inside a Spark or something called Forewarn, and it's just an app that basically is a stalking app that tells you the criminal backgrounds on people, where they live, what's their email address, all their contact information, and it's about seventy five percent accurate. It's pretty good, and it tells you how to reach the people. So if we know it's Scott Johnson and he lives in Chicago, we can open up the app and find out Scott Johnson's contact information and reach out to them and say, hey man, I know you have the house over on Oak Street, I wanna to talk to you about it. it. It doesn't get any simpler than it's just you making the commitment to set the time aside to make that phone call, to have that conversation. And ultimately it's never gonna be any easier than this because if they do wanna sell, you could do a listing presentation, open up your Zoom room and dazzle it. Like we've got marketing presentations to send them in videos and all to make it simple. But say, hey, look, let me just go through some comps. Why don't we jump in my Zoom room tomorrow at two or three, which is better? And I'll show you the other houses that are comparable to yours right now and what our competition is. So you what you put in your bottom line in your pocket. And then if it makes sense, let's do something. If not, at least you know what it's worth. Want to talk at two thirty or three. Now you had that conversation ten times a day to absentee owners. There's zero percent chance you're not going to get inventory because somebody is hurting, especially in our markets. We've got um, a lot of agents in Orlando marketplace. That market is hurting because the mouse is not running at full capacity, which means people are not coming to town as nearly as often as they should. And because they're not, their houses aren't renting as much. And COVID's that same situation everywhere. So especially in our vacation markets, that's a big problem that we have right now. So I just muted you back just for the, the road noise on that. But that's the, the thought. So Jamie, I'm gonna, um, if you're, in a place where you can talk, let me pull you up. And um, I'd love to see him. Janet, I think, do you just volunteered to come on? And Janet, I just gave you the, just gave you Janet. Nice to meet you. Welcome to the room. Nice to meet you as well. I'm right down the street from you guys. So I know oh, the cool. name very well. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> no, great. So are you doing um, absentees right now or what's going on in, with your world? So here's the thing. I dug a little deeper than that and i started doing absentees in november right after the election and the whole reason i started doing that and you know it's a long story so i'm just shortening it real quick here is now that biden has been elected he's talking about raising capital gain and obviously raising capital gain is raising capital tax so i wanted to reach out to all those investors who still want to do that 1031 exchange right now because Biden's also saying he's going to do away with that. That's right. So that was my initiative. That was my leg in, in, in November. I mean, I got Lakeland listings. I got Valrico listings. I got Riverview listings, just doing it that way. Um, I also got some for December and they're all gone. I mean, like everything's pending or sold or getting ready to close this week, so to speak. Yep. Now, how were you reaching but, out to them? Were you dig- were you digging into public records and finding the non-homesteaded people and then just stalking them, or like what was your what so was working first, for you? My first way in was through the MLS. Um, obviously, I went through IMAP and got their direct mailing information, and obviously, you know, sending out those stupid letters like everybody else does doesn't work. So I sent out a, "Hey, this is who I am. This is what I do." Letter. And that worked. And then I said to them, you know, give me five minutes of your time. Just 
reach out to me. Call me blocked if you don't want me to have your number, but reach out to me so I can explain a few things that are coming. And, you know, with this letter, I probably sent like 100 bucks in postage and envelopes and paper and whatever, and um, I ended up getting four listings. So it worked. That's all that matters. It worked. I would say that's a great, that's great success. Good job on that. Thank you. And now, now, if you were to take it now to be even more strategic, when I when I'm working with agents, I say, okay, like Danielle, for example, Danielle, do you want to have a two hundred thousand dollar listing or an eight hundred thousand dollar listing? And I hope the answer is eight hundred thousand dollar listing. And same with you. So pick the neighborhood that has eight hundred thousand dollar listings. Find the absentee owners in that eight hundred thousand dollar neighborhood, and then send a letter to them. You get to pick and choose whatever check you want. And that's the that's the business sense on this, which is fun. And then, you know, you can get super contextual. And I, we talk about this in some of the other classes. But if I know that it's Scott Johnson from Chicago and I'm going to Google him, I'm going to find out what's going on. I'm going to find him on LinkedIn. I'm going to see if I can track him down on Facebook. I'm going to send him a request. I want to follow him. I'm going to see if I have any common connections. I'm also going to dig in a little bit and see what do you do? He's a data analyst for tech data. Right. I better expect to have a pretty in-depth and a little conversation with the guy right and rather than just superficial fun little eye personality stuff it just gives you so much intel to reach out and especially if you wanted to take an extra couple seconds now your letter can become tailored and say you know let's go through the numbers and, and run through the analytics of what our competition's doing and you can evaluate whether or not this is a good time to sell or not but that's the language that that person would appreciate if you took the extra two minutes to kind of be contextual and if you could stalk him on Facebook, if his profile is public, which most people's are, you could see, oh my gosh, he actually likes the, the bucks too, and he plays golf, and you know something can come into your conversation, because this whole business is about relationship trust and actually making people feel comfortable. So, the more you have in common, you guys all know, the quicker and smoother the conversations go. So, if this were to become your niche, you could become a super stalker, right, for lack of a better words, and really dig into these people and see what you can do to help them, and. Either they're going to buy or they're going to sell, but at least your database is going to be large and you can start sending people. Um, that's the name of the game, guys, is have your database of, of, people, of people who trust you. And then your business will just keep feeding you for years and years and years. But most importantly, if, we don't, if you don't keep getting four or five listings, you're going to be in deep trouble because all your friends might want to buy a house, but there's nothing to buy. So rather than I get aggravated when I hear agents say, oh, man, their inventory is low. Well, they, they get off your ass and go fix it. It's not hard. Right? Just go find the people that have an extra house and see if they might want to sell it. It's not a hard concept. And so if you don't want to call them, shoot out the letter. You just proved it works. If you want to go a little deeper, get to an app like Forewarn. You have access to it too through 21 Online. And download the app, find their cell phone numbers, and shoot them a video text to say, Hey, it's Jeff. I live right around the corner from your house over on La Hacienda Drive. And I just drove by it. It's cool. I, I noticed you live in Chicago. I just am reaching out to my neighbors who aren't in town and see if I could do anything to help you. Have a great day. Here's my number. Talk to you soon. And just do that and do that and do that and do that. Do that five, ten times a day. It's not going to cost you anything. That's free. right? And you know it's going to get opened. And you know you're going to either get ignored or they're going to like you. And who cares? Like as we were talking about in the class yesterday, one good solid appointment a week. Is worth an extra eleven thousand bucks to you extra after tax every single month. So I got on a little rant on that one, but it's a passionate topic for me right now because we need to fix this problem. So what else do you think you could do?
what other ideas? So Janet, back to you, back to you for a second. What are, what else have you been thinking about doing? There we go. I might back off. Maybe some passive mode there, too. Lauren, how about you? Let's talk about what you have to do more of and how you can actually do it. I'm going to give you the mic. And Jamie, you too, I'd love to get your feedback on it because you're sitting smack dab in the middle of Orlando. Wait, can you hear me? Yep, we got you. Wait, can you? Yeah, that's you, um, Lauren, first, Jamie, then you can jump in. Okay, so um, I had another call come in. What, what was the question? Like I said, Jamie, you go first and Lauren can follow. <laughs> we're talking about we're just we're talking about different techniques and what do we need to do to get you to get off your butt to go call more absentee owners to get more inventory and why we haven't and what needs to happen to make you to do it. So you're up, Jamie. Okay. Well, I wish I had more to add. Uh, we got to the point where we had pulled down all the data from Remind, sorted, filtered, pulled phone numbers through a tool in Red X. And then unfortunately, um, my partner went down uh, with COVID and I've been uh, monitoring myself to make sure I'm not. Um, and also my wife is down with COVID. So I would, would like to be further along, but I'm the only healthy one out of three uh, at the moment and two kids to wrangle. So um, yeah, uh, next time we do this, hopefully I'll have more to share. Okay, I guess um, I can go now. Um, yeah, this is just seems like a better avenue right now because I've exhausted my FISBOs. The FISBOs have sold, you know, um, this crazy market, the low-hanging fruit is no longer the low-hanging fruit because they're selling. And... Um, I also, I'm in the market for a home, and I, I uh, actually drove by a FISBO and say, hey, I'm here, I want to go look at it, and it's like, we're already under contract. So this is the next best thing to really provide, we're actually providing a service by reaching out and being their eyes and ears and boots on the ground um, for absentee owners. So this um, I'm going to have to put the FISBOs on the back burner because there hardly are any and uh, go down this path. And and the FISBOs are going to be super cocky too because hey, absolutely. The, truth, the truth is, do they really need you, right? And I'll tell you what, a guy that lives in Minnesota that bought a condo down in Orlando because they fell in love with the mouse and they really like the rental income to help pay their mortgage because they really shouldn't have bought it, but they did and they could, and now they don't have it full. They, they're having second thoughts about their purchase. So it's a lot easier to build that trust. And I mean, what are they gonna do? They're gonna not wanna work with you? you? You showed the aggressiveness, the passion to get out of there and just go make a phone call and reach out. You're gonna, you're gonna score points for sure. So the, the likelihood of them not using you, plus you work for a great company, got a great brand, got your great agent, and now you're passionate and you're aggressive and you're active. What else do they want? 
So you just snag them out of their place in Duluth, Minnesota. And they said, you know what? That's a great question. We were actually thinking about maybe we should sell it. What do you think it's worth, Lauren? And they say, you know what? Let me call you back tomorrow. Why don't we jump on a Zoom call at 2.30 tomorrow? I'll kind of go through your top three competitors and we'll kind of go through them and look at the and we'll look at the different prices and we'll see how you stack up and we'll see what do you think we can put in your pocket. And if it makes sense, sell it. If not, keep it. No big deal. But at least let's have a conversation. At least you should know. Like Mike sent out a uh, we do daily post every day. A great one today. I love that, by the way. And it just basically says, send me your address and let me tell you what your house is worth. Right? You know what your 401k balance is. You know what everything else you have is worth. You just really you know ballpark what your house is worth. But let me tell you what it's really worth. And every absentee owner should know what that part of their portfolio is. It changes daily. So it's a great way to great way to reach out to them for that reason. Yep, Amy. Uh, that's it. it's a whole it's a whole other lane that has to be explored, especially like I said, with the FISBOs are not needing us to list. They're they're needing us to get where they're going, but they're not. They certainly don't need us at this moment to list. They don't need you to list, but that's a whole different topic because they do still need you because the value that you bring will put more money in their pocket most of the time. The way you know how to negotiate well, but you know, why fight that cocky curve when they're like, I had 20 phone calls today. I don't really need to list it. Well, who cares? So if you right. still work and they do convert, but absentee guys, this every time there's a, there's a time for everything. This is the time to go all in on. If you, if you're scratching your head saying, how am I going to build my business in Q1? And you don't really have a solid answer. Take this one and just run down the path and talk to 20, 30 people a day. And just call them. Hell, if you don't want to call them, just sit back and write letters. I go, Janet was talking about. She got four listings out of 100 letters. That's a pretty nice return on, on investment. And she didn't have to do anything. So just, how can I help you? She doesn't have to say anything. Just be there because they're either having a thought about selling or they're not. And either one's fine. But if you're not cranking out the numbers, then it's never going to work for you. So you know, some people are and some people aren't. But if you're not hitting some numbers, you're not even going to have a shot to to talk them into doing something with you so go all in now amy i'm curious i don't know if you're passive if you're able to talk but I, if you are raise your hand because i'd love to hear about um the absentee market because you're in west virginia you're in west virginia let me let me pass the mic over to you for a second let's talk to that hey can you hear me yep we got you so how would this play out in west virginia you've got rental properties you've got not necessarily vacation rentals all the time but i'm sure you have some so tell me what how would this apply to the market that you're in and what are you doing along this line so i have not begun to do this yet i actually just got my license a few months ago so i'm still new um but we do have a large market of rentals when it comes to townhomes so we have a huge amount of townhome communities and I would say close to 35, maybe 40% of them are rentals. So this is a huge opportunity. Huge opportunity. And then, yeah, how's your inventory right now? There is so little. <laughs> so little of it, yeah. So, and it all depends on, you do the math, you go to a townhouse community that's got a bunch of rentals and it's a big deal now because rates are so stinking low, guys, that you can afford to buy it and you're buying it with the tenant in place too. And I bet you the lease that the, the lease rate that they're paying is going to be more or at least what your mortgage is going to be.
So somebody who's looking for an, a passive investment, if you're going to go lock in a rate at 2.6%, that's going to increase your odds of being able to cash flow that piece of property. So make it a couple of people together, form an LLC and buy it together. It's, it's a great way, but without you need the inventory. So if you go get two or three townhomes on the market, somebody will find a way to buy it, especially with rates the way they low, they're low right now. Because guys, this is not going to last. When, this conversation is not the same when rates are five and a half. Right. That's not that they're bad. It's just right now they're stupid low and people are buying payments rather than price. And anything you put on the market there is going to actually is going to sell within reason. Now you can't be stupid and overprice them, but price them um, at or near market and they're gone. So I'm curious to see how you play it. Take, take, take some time. You're newer and go pick a community and commit to yourself to call and find every single person who does not have that as their homestead or property track them down you've got access to forewarn also through 21 online and call them send them a video text send them a letter do all of them i mean isn't it worth it you're going to make a few thousand bucks every time you sell one so hit them a few different ways what's the harm because if there's 20 of them in a community i mean give it your all go find them on linkedin send them a message go friend request them on facebook shoot them something through messenger right find their house send them an address send them an email send them an email address through forewarn send them a, a written letter through the mail and you're going to increase your odds at least you're going to pick up a future client because guys people who buy second and third homes are typically good people to know and their sphere is full of other people that have rental properties or want to too so you're really just getting into that that side of their world definitely mm -hmm. good deal so real quick too jeff i do want to just say um I actually gave, because I was given four invites when I joined, and I offered one of my invites to Clubhouse to an investor um, who I knew in our area was going to be selling and buying shortly. Uh, he's from Boston. And because I invited him into the Clubhouse app, now he tells me, of course, you never know, but he tells me that he's only going to work with me, signed a buyer broker agreement, and he's looking for quite a few properties locally. So, I mean, think outside the box. It's not just what you have to offer them real estate-wise. Obviously, I offered an invite, and that was, like, it. Yeah, well, you're right on. Like, we always talk about you just need to be anything related to their life you want to be a resource to. Like, if the guy needs a palm tree, you should be the phone call. If he needs a fence, if he needs an AC unit, if he needs a faucet, right? They need to say, hey, James, do you have somebody, who would you use to put a fence up? So who would you call when your AC goes out? Hey, you know, I got a leaky faucet. Who do you recommend? You've got to train them that anything, you're like their Google. And as long as you can kind of earn that spot in their brain, then you own them and their friends and their family and their neighbors. Because anytime a buddy of theirs has an issue, they're going to say, hey, who should I call? And I would say, oh, call Janet. She's, that's who I use. Through like your built-in Andrews list, that's a great idea. Yeah, and Clubhouse is Clubhouse is going to be fun. You know, when this thing gets out of beta, and becomes real big. Um, Mike Poole and I were talking about how much fun this is going to be when you set up the um, your community rooms, right? And wait till wait till this just kicks next door's butt and becomes a a real passive, active, active and passive community forum. It's going to be fun to watch this whole thing go. Whatever niche you want to get into. So I'm excited. So we just wanted to get some good lively chat going back and forth about new ideas about how we can get some in absentee owners 
and get some get some more inventory, guys. That's the name of the game. We've got a bunch of projects, but they're just not ready yet. We got 13 units being finished in April. We got some being finished. We got 38 finished in October. We got a couple hundred on the books coming out of the ground, but they're just not ready to be delivered. So we got to do something now to to get them. So, guys, if you're thinking about what else to do to get more business, this is a slam dunk. Mike, how about from a tech side? Any other thoughts about how to go tackle these people and reach them? No, I mean, I think we hit on it, right? I think, obviously, Remind, for those that have it, um, Forewarn, for those that have it, is awesome. But then just leveraging LinkedIn, leveraging the platforms to actually learn a little bit more about them, understand who you're dealing with, understand the personality, take the time to do that. Um, they'll appreciate it. They won't even realize you did it, but they'll appreciate it without even knowing why. And it just, it makes the, it makes the reach out so much better. So that would be my piece of advice. Just leverage the platforms, lever the tech, leverage the technology that we have at our, at our fingertips. And, um, I think yeah, there's no question that absentee owners should be a strategy for every single person who doesn't have a clear strategy somewhere else, right? So this this would be my focus for sure. You're still muted, by the way. Oh, well, thank you very much. I was sitting there, that was my most brilliant conversation ever. I was just saying, anything else you guys need? Any ideas, any thoughts, anything else to add? Any comments, questions, things we can do to help you? Even if it's off topic, you got our schedule right now. We're here. And if not, we'll just kind of break it up and I'll go back to going to find more inventory. No, thank you guys. This is huge. No. Um, this is definitely something that I'm going to look at. Cool. And Amy, all our contacts and our profiles, let us know if we can help you in any way. Janet, great to meet you. Officially done. Let us know what we can do to help you and keep it going. Keep it up. You're cranking, killing it. Lauren, Jamie, Daniel. So that's kind of funny. Um, I have already met Mike a couple of times. Uh, he joined me a couple of years back now at the Social Squad happy hour in Vegas that we had. And we just got there chatting back and forth a little bit. Ah. <laughs> yes, I remember that. That was fun. That was when we all uh, were allowed to still see other people and uh, and hang out. So that was I miss I miss those trips. I do too. And I did this year to go to Europe. So shame on me. <laughs> well, they'll be back. They'll be back. We just had a, we were with Mike Meadler the other day, and they're looking like um, top agent is still scheduled for Hawaii for October. They're hoping they're going to keep that. Um, but so we'll see. They were actually we were talking about doing an off the grid um, trip to Vegas since they canceled convention. I said, well, what's to stop people that want to go to Vegas in February from going to Vegas? And what if we all wanted to get a bunch of cabanas around a pool and hang out? And we all happen to work for the same company. It was a non-sanctioned event. And he said, let me know when and we'll be there. <laughs> so maybe we'll have an unofficial convention. We'll keep you posted as to that. That goes on. We'll be there. We'll be there. Yeah. Oh, okay, there's no doubt. I know you'd be there. You'll be the first one in. So Yeah, just let us know if you guys do decide to do that, because I got a bunch of people, you know, like Jerry Sabolski and a bunch of people that would love to join. Um, I could get them in on it. Yeah, I think we'll do that. I think we'll, we'll just, 
I think I think we all need it. Bunch of social creatures locked up. It's not a good thing. <laughs> but cool. Well, good. Well, I hope we got you guys your brains thinking a little bit. And um, of course, as always, reach out. Let us know what we can do. And um, thanks for everybody's time today.